Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, If you've got your Bibles, open with me to Isaiah 43. And if you're really spiritual this morning, Psalm 25. Let me know when you're there. Verse 15, Isaiah 43, this is what it says. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth chariot and horse, army and warrior, they lie down. They cannot rise. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Verse 18, remember not the former things, nor consider or give weight to the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Everybody say new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? And I love this. It says, I, God says, I will make a way. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I've been sort of on a little three-part series that I'm finishing today, starting with he. I don't know if you remember, but I said in the first part, he's on the way from Isaiah chapter 40. And then he has a way which was all about learning the ways of God, but today he makes a way. Come on, write down the title. He makes a way in our lives. Let's pray together and believe for God to speak to us through his word. God, we thank you for your word today, Lord. Father, we thank you that it speaks life into us. It always gives us what we need. God, we look to your your word today as the final authority in our lives. And God, we thank you that as we read these pages in our Bible, Lord, that's just so much more than words on a page. Lord, but it's life that comes to us, God, that you nourish your people through your word, that you, you water the people of God through the word you've given us. So God, we pray and we thank you for that. And God, we pray for colonial kids this morning as they're enjoying the day after Christmas, God, coming down from their sugar highs. Lord, we pray for our leaders in there, Lord, that you would strengthen them, God. Strengthen them from heaven in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Amen. He makes a way. I love how in this passage in the beginning, verse 15, there's something really interesting in there. It's interesting to me anyway. It says this, I am the Lord, your holy one, your king. I love that God, he identifies himself. He tells his people, remember who I am. It's talking about the Exodus, talking about the great leaving in Egypt. And it goes into the detail about how God made them lie down as they left slavery, as they left captivity. But God reminds his people all over again in Isaiah 43. He says, I am the Lord. I am your king. I am your Holy One. I love this about God. He always identifies who He is to us before He tells us what He's going to do. 
He always reminds us of who He is because that's more important than what He will do for us. Can I get an amen? We've got to be careful not to get it the other way around. And sometimes it can happen. I've caught myself in that situation where I'm like, God, just do this for me. I need this done. And there have been moments when God doesn't answer that or doesn't take care of that, but He does remind me who He is. He reminds me of how good He is. He reminds me of how, how great He is. He reminds me about the salvation He's brought into my life. He reminds me of the grace that I now have in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's always important to understand God tells us who He is first. And then the plan comes after that. He says, remember who I am. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. This is who I am and this is what I will do. 2021 is coming to a close. The last time I'll preach to you this year. So I've got to make it a good one. But the end of a year is always a time for, for us to reflect. To reflect on what God has done this year. To reflect on the, the things that He's done this year. And, you know, the, the changing over the years might not necessarily mean a changing over a, of a season for you. Remember, we live as believers seasonally, not according to the to time necessarily, or just because it's clocking over to a new year doesn't mean that a new season is starting. But it's always good at the end of a year to just remember some things and to reflect on what God has done. The end of a year could mean the end of a season, but it's certainly no matter what a good time to reflect and think about and meditate on what has God done this year. And I believe it's a good exercise it's a good thing to do. So what I thought I'd do, just because it is the last message of the year, I wanted to pastorally encourage you just to take some time, maybe this afternoon, maybe uh, into this week as the year is ending, but take some time, spend some time in quiet with the Lord. Quiet time with the Lord is so important. And ask yourself and, and dwell on some of these questions and maybe you can write some things down. So some of the questions I wrote down was this, how has God blessed me this year? How has God blessed me this year? And I'm going to tell you why this is important to do in a moment. But these are just some, some, some promptings in prayer that maybe you could think about, maybe you could pray about, ask the Holy Spirit to, to bring to memory some of these things. But how has God blessed me this year? And write them down. How has God used me this year? Write a few of those things down. Have a, have a think about it. Pray over them. Allow your spirit, your soul to meditate on these things. Another question you could ask is, how has he worked through me this year? How has God worked through my life this year, through my role, through the, the, my calling, what he's called me to do? How has God worked through me? And then allow the Holy Spirit in your time just to, just to show you. Because sometimes we speed up so much in life, we forget about the ways that God has worked through us. We forget about the things that he has done. We forget about what he has done. Here's another question that I wrote down is, how has he changed me this year? How has God changed me this year? And I believe as you answer these questions, as you spend some time with God, as you spend some time reflecting on all that God's done in your life and through your life, you'll begin to experience what it's like to remember the faithfulness of God. And can I just encourage you, it's a good practice. Because there are times when we can feel a little low. There are times when we can think 
Even at a time of year like this, we can think, oh man, it just feels like this year was all a rush and I don't feel like we achieved a whole lot. God, I don't feel like it was a big year, but I can just encourage you as you take time, He will show you, He will be specific, He will give you, He will bring to remembrance even people that He's been able to touch through your life. And as you do that, you know what's going to happen is you're going to grow faithful. I believe it's going to build that faith muscle, muscle inside of you for next year and lay a great foundation of faithfulness for all that's ahead in Jesus' name. So back to our text, Isaiah 43. This is a beautiful moment in Scripture because this is when the people of Israel, on the face of, of, of facing uh, devastation and facing um, you know, a horrible situation in context and the brink of ruin. And... But God says, hey, what's ahead is not like what it was before. He says, remember not the former things. Don't remember what was, nor consider the things of old. He says, I will bring forth hope and this is how I'm going to do it. I believe that today we can look at this text because we are grafted into God's people. We are, we are Israel today. When the scripture says God's people, Israel, that's today you and me. We have been grafted in thanks to Jesus Christ, thanks to the, pri the price of the cross, thanks to the resurrection, that now we are Israel. We are part of God's people. And just like he did back then, I believe today, God still and God can still bring forth hope to you today. Through these, this encouragement of Scripture, sometimes we can look at the Old Testament text and be like, well, that was for then. But can I just encourage you, we discover the way that God works through these texts and the fulfillment is obviously in and through Jesus, but we can live today understanding the hope that God gives us through Him. God is still and can still bring forth hope to you today and to your 2022. So point number one this morning, how does He do it? How does He make a way? First, we've got to understand something very important. Point number one is this, He makes a way to me. This is, how, this is how God makes a way. We serve a way-making God, right? Yeah. We sing the song. We love the song, Waymaker. It's because he makes a way. God makes a way first to me. He first makes himself known to me. This is where we begin. This is how it starts. This is what we've got to understand in Scripture and in our own lives that, yes, God already knows me because he created me, but through salvation, this is interesting, he makes himself known to me. It wasn't like you just woke up one day and as much as you're probably pretty awesome, you didn't wake up one day and be like, hey, you know what? Today's my day. I'm going to know God today. <laughs> That's not the way it works. God in his sovereignty, God in his divinity, God in his goodness there was a moment where he said, I will make myself known to you. I'll show it to you in Scripture, Psalm 25, verse 14. Look at what it says. Now. It says, the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. Look at this. And he makes known to them his covenant. The psalmist says that. And Jesus confirmed it. It's in John 14. Verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? This is when Jesus is getting towards the end of his ministry and he's explaining some very deep things. He's about to talk about the promise of the Holy Spirit, which is really the way it all 
comes to pass after Jesus ascends, that he's, he's making everything known to them. He says, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way. <laughs> I love that. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have also known my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and it is enough for us. Jesus said, have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? He says, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. That's incredible encouragement for you and for me today. If we can see Jesus, we will see the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on the account of the works themselves. Here's the point. God, through Jesus Christ, has decided in his sovereignty, his goodness, his grace, to make himself known to us. To, to unfold the revelation, to allow himself to become known to you and to me. And it's powerful. That's why it says in Isaiah 43, this is how God works. He says, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Do you know that's you and me? Right there. You're like, what are you talking about? Wilderness. Every single person starts their life in the wild, spiritually. Think about it. We all begin our life with a sin condition. We all begin our life separated spiritually, so to speak, from God. But in the wild, God makes his way to us. He makes a way to me by making himself known to me. God has made a way to you through his son, Jesus. Do you ever remember or do you remember where you were when you got saved? Like I can still remember where I was. I remember I was at Hillsong Church, Saturday evening service, 6 p.m. Donna Crouch was speaking. I remember being taken into the building with my friend Brett. I remember going, I remember walking in the building and seeing the seats and people were standing, singing, lifting their hands. And my first thought was, these people are weird. Why have they got their hands up? And I remember being led in and Someone was taking us to a seat. I didn't know where I was going. I was kind of looking around. I was like, what is this place? i never grown up in church or didn't understand any of it. I remember going literally all the way. I can still go there in my mind and I can go all the way up to the top. And I sat in the very last row for the Saturday evening service. And that's where I gave my life to the Lord. I remember where I was. But let me say it a different way. Do you remember where you were in your life? not talking about geographically or the, the place, but in life, where were you? Because I remember where I was, I was lost. I remember where I was, I was devastated. I remember feeling separate. I, feel, I remember feeling like I had no purpose. I remember how far from hope I was. I remember at 19 years of age, feeling completely in the wilderness. That's where I was. I might have been sitting in that seat, but really in my spiritual life and in my journey as a person, man, I was in the wilderness. But you know what happened? God made himself known to me. 
That's the power of salvation. That's the beauty of the gospel message today. Can I just encourage you, no matter where you're at, no matter where you find yourself, God can find his way to you. God has an amazing way to find his way towards people, no matter where they are. God God makes a way. He makes a way to me. So it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter how lost you feel. It doesn't matter how far from hope you might think that you are. Can I just encourage you? We serve a way-making God who parts seas. He breaks chains. He's able to find you no matter where you are. He makes a way to me. He makes himself known. Number two, this is how he does it. He then makes a way in me. Or I could say it a different way. He makes his way in me. This is good this morning. I'm excited about this point. He makes a way in me. In other words, it no longer becomes my way. It becomes his way. I heard this joke recently. It really, I don't know why it got me. Maybe it's just my strange sense of humor, but I just want to share this joke with you. Do you know, do you want to make God laugh? Do you know how to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. That'll give God a giggle. What happens is he begins to make his way in me. Psalm 18 and verse 36 says, You gave a wide place for my steps under me, and my feet did not slip. To me, the wide steps represents grace. That God, he gives us wide steps. I can, I can think about the mistakes I've made. I can think about the things I've done wrong, the things the times I've got it wrong. God has given me wide steps, praise God, this morning. He's given me wide open space to make mistakes and get it wrong and learn. But as he does that, what happens is he begins to make his way in me. Proverbs 16 and verse 9 says, The heart of a man, listen to it, plans his ways. But the Lord establishes his steps. This is powerful this morning because God has a way of making his way in our lives. He begins to make his plans my plans. He begins to say, I will do it through you, but it's going to be my way. It's going to be the way that I want to bring about plans and purposes into your life. I believe this might be for someone this morning who's listening online or a part of this service today, but 2022 could be a year where you let God establish your steps, that you understand that whilst you can plan and whilst you can go ahead and and put things in place and say, I think we need to do it this way. I think this is the way God is leading. We've got to understand, and I believe it comes with a greater yielding to the Lord, that we understand that the Lord is the one who establishes our lives. He establishes our steps. And yes, I'm going to plan, God, but this next step I'm going to take, I want you to establish it. And this is why Proverbs 3 and verse 5, we've read this scripture before. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Look at verse six, in all your ways, acknowledge him. I love this. And he will make straight your paths. I'm believing 2022 for you could be the year of the straight path. The straight path towards your breakthrough. The straight path towards your blessing. The straight path towards the restoration in your relationships. The straight path to the greater level in your marriage. The straight path to your kids coming back into church. The straight path 
that he makes in your life. Why? Because we understand. Because we have a greater revelation. Because God has made himself known to us through Jesus Christ that we understand God is not my way. In fact, I don't want it to be my way. I want it to be your way. I can still remember times in my life where I didn't think the way I think now. I can still remember times in my life where I wanted certain things that I thought this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to live. This is, what, this is how I'm going to reach the heights in my life. And I look back and I'm like, you know what has changed? God has made his way in me. So therefore now I don't want those things anymore. I don't think about those things anymore. It says, remember, not the former things. God has made his way in my life and I don't think about them anymore. It's the grace of God. He makes a way in me. And it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make straight your paths. I've, I've kind of got to a point in my life where I don't want the windy road anymore. You know, windy road and flat tires and busted up cars. Metaphorically speaking, obviously. But in my life, I just want the straight path. I don't know about you, but do you want the straight path? The key's here. Acknowledge him. In all your ways, and he will make straight your paths. This is the way God works. He makes a way, but first he makes a way to me. He makes himself known to me. Then he makes a way in me. And then third this morning, he then makes a way through me. He makes a way through me. Let's read it again. Isaiah 43 says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Here's the thing about a river. It blesses everything around it. Think about it. A river, a true river, blesses everything that is along its banks. That's how your life and my life is supposed to be. That through Jesus Christ, being part of the people of God, that as, as we allow God to do something in our lives, He begins to work through our lives. He begins to create a mighty river. I'd love to believe in 2022 for mighty rivers in our church. Mighty rivers that bless people. Mighty rivers that bring about grace in people's lives. Mighty rivers that extend the forgiveness of God. Why? Because He makes a way through me. And Paul said it this way, Philippians chapter 2. Paul's happiest letter. Listen to what he says. It says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only is in my presence, but much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I love it. it says own salvation. There's personal responsibility to this. Verse 13, For it is God who works in you, both to will and and to work for his good pleasure. And Paul, in another part of Scripture, what did he say? He says, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. So what does that mean? It means that, yes, God has made himself known to me, that he has allowed the scales to come off my eyes. It's the miracle of salvation. 
It's powerful. It's wonderful. But what happens is it begins to change me. This is sanctification. This is the changing of, of my ways to becoming His ways, the changing of my plans to becoming His plans. And then somewhere in the middle of it all, God says, I will use you to make my way through you to reach people, to reach people for the gospel, to reach people so they understand grace, to reach, to reach people so they might get a glimpse of the goodness of Jesus in our lives. God's ready to make a way. God's ready for it to spring forth. What is it that He could do in your life in 2022? What, what is it that God could bring about in your life and through your life? Can I just encourage you, 2022 doesn't need to be a year where you just go through the motions, where you just show up and keep showing up and it's just mundane and you feel like it's the same thing over and over. Can I just encourage you, next year can be a year where God uses you in a mighty way, like a mighty river, bringing forth forgiveness, bringing forth grace, seeing people changed. Because you decided, God, use me. It's your way. It's not my way. Help me, Lord. How do we do it? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. And He's working in our lives. Would you stand with me? Lord, we thank you that you make a way through the wilderness, God. Father, I just thank you right now that it's through the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives and through the truth and the, the power of the resurrected Christ, God, that we live today, that we draw breath today. But ultimately, Lord, as you make your way known to people as you come forth towards your people and you have done God. Father, I pray next year would be a year of removing the scales from people's eyes, that people would see salvation for themselves. But Father, I, for those of us that do know you, God, Father, I pray that next year would be a year where we allow you even more so to make your way in us, for your plans, Lord, to become our plans, for your purpose to become our purpose. And Father, I thank you as we do that, as we yield, Lord, to you next year. God, I thank you that you're going to use us, that you're going to work through us, God, that you're going to extend your hand of forgiveness, your mercy, your grace, your favour, God, through your people in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.